this morning, visitors in our midst. Amen. We thank God for you being in the midst of the church of God and uh, with us. It's good always to be here. And uh, uh, it's not a sacrifice, if some may think that, to come from Greenville, Mississippi. It's about 700 something miles here. But anytime we have an opportunity to be with the church, amen, I want to be with the church. I don't look at distance. I don't look at time it takes to get there. I'm just looking forward to be with the saints of God. Amen. We're going to look at our text this morning, 1 John, the first chapter. Amen. Those who know the prayer of faith, pray for us this morning. Amen. As we dig into God's word, we pray that those that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying. Amen. Let's look at God this morning and not the vessel. Amen. The scripture says, it's God that worketh in us and not we ourselves. So let's look at God this morning as he speaks to the church. And our guests and visitors, and I miss First John, if you would, let's start reading at verse number 3. Amen. And read down for the glory and honor of God, verse 5. Amen. That Amen. which we have seen. The Bible says. That which we have that seen. Which we have and seen, heard. And heard. Declare we unto you. Declare we unto that ye also may have fellowship with us. That ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with Amen. the Father. Amen. The Bible says, and truly our fellowship is, is with, with the, the Father. And with his son, Jesus Christ. And with his son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you. And these things. Write we unto you. Things, and these things read for us. Right we write unto you, you that your joy, that may, your joy be full. may be full. Verse number five. This then is the message Amen. which we have heard and of this him. This is the message which we have heard of him. You're going to hear many messages in your lifetime, but Amen. This morning, this is the message which we have heard of him. This is the message that God wants you to hear. Then this is the message which we have heard which of him, we have heard of him and declare unto you and declare unto that God you, is light. Amen. The Bible says that God is light. And in him is no darkness amen. at all. And, then, and in him is no darkness at all. At all. Amen. There is no darkness in God. Amen. There is only light in God. Amen. As we go back up to verse 3, we're going to get our thought out of there if we would. That verse which we have says, seen. That which we have and seen. Heard declare unto you, unto you. We declare we, we unto you, you that you also that may have fellowship with us. Have fellowship, uh, amen, with us. Uh, and truly, and our fellowship. Your fellowship this morning, uh, amen. The next verse says, and truly, uh, our fellowship uh, is with the Father. Fellowship, uh, amen. Where is your dedication? Where is your consecration? Uh, amen. And our fellowship truly is with the Father and with the Son Jesus Christ. I thought this morning, where is your fellowship? Where is your fellowship? Adam, amen, as we begin, I thought this morning, Adam had sweet fellowship with God. Adam had unity with God. Adam had fellowship with God. Adam had a relationship with God. But Adam allowed sin to come into his life, and it broke his fellowship. Where is your fellowship this morning? As we bring out the word of God, we want to bring out, amen, our fellowship should be with the Father. Our fellowship should not be with a building. Our fellowship should not be with a particular name. But our fellowship should be with God. Where is your fellowship? Many people are meeting this morning, amen, and they don't have fellowship with God. People have friendship, but they don't have fellowship. Where is your fellowship this morning? 
I'm so glad this morning my fellowship, amen, is with God. Amen, my relationship is with God. Let's look at a, a few verses here, and we're going to tie it in Isaiah, the 59th chapter. Amen, verse number one. Uh, you may be listening to my voice, amen, uh, whatever way you listen. Uh, but amen, our thought this morning is where is your fellowship? Uh, amen, people are going many different places this morning. Uh, but where is your fellowship? Uh, amen, people gather. Uh, people have food outings. Uh, they have party outings. Uh, and they come together, and they call it fellowship. Uh, but there's only one fellowship uh, that God agrees with. And that's the fellowship of the Spirit. Amen. Where is your fellowship this morning? Where is it? Isaiah 59 and verse number 1. The Bible says. Behold. Amen. Behold. The Lord's hand is Amen. not short. The Lord's hand is not that it cannot save. He is heavy. He is heavy Amen. that it cannot, he hear. cannot save. But your iniquities Amen. But your iniquities have separated between have separated you and your God. Your fellowship. And your sins like have hid his face. The Bible says, For by one man sin, sin entered into the world, and death passed upon all men. It broke his fellowship when we allow sin in our lives. It breaks our fellowship with God. Yes. It doesn't matter how well you sing. It doesn't matter what your last name is. When you allow sin in your life, just like Adam died, so all men die. We die when we sin. Amen. But where is your fellowship? Amen. Read for us. Verse but number one again. Behold, behold, the Lord's hand is not short. Where is your fellowship? Is your fellowship in God? Amen. Is your fellowship in Jesus Christ? Amen. Or is it in your church name? Is it in your building? I'm so glad this amen this morning. My fellowship is not in this building. The Bible says that God will build together for a habitation of God in the spirit. I thank God my spirit is fellowshipping with God. Too many people preach good but not fellowshipping with God. Too many people sing good but don't have fellowship with God. Amen. I'm not concerned with crowds this afternoon. I'm not concerned with people agreeing with the message. My fellowship is with God. Amen. I thank God. God saved me 20 years ago. I had no fellowship with God. Amen. Sin was my ruin. Iniquity was my ruin. Amen. But the Bible says, but one day, amen, the grace of God appeared unto me and it taught me denying ungodliness and worldly lust. Amen. I thank God I answered the call of God. And God gave me sweet fellowship. Amen. Verse 1 again. Behold. Bear with me. We're just going to lay a foundation. Come on. Behold, the Lord's hand is not short and the that Lord's it cannot save. The Lord's hand is not too short that it can't save. Neither is ear heavy that he cannot Neither hear. ear heavy. But your iniquities but have your separated. iniquity. Have separated between you and your God. Have caused you to separate fellowship with God and your sins have he hid his face and from your you sins have he what hid his face from you God's face is here that he would not hear amen I know individuals in the age we in people are religious amen people wake up in the morning and pray and after they pray they got to have their morning drink they've got to have their amen their adultery they've got to have their lying they got to have their stealing they got to have their worldliness and we don't understand sin separated us from God there's no fellowship with sin 
Amen. God never fellowship sin. God never went along with sin. Amen. But we're in a world today, people make sin look good. They dress sin up. Amen. They pet sin. They don't talk about sin. Amen. They talk about spaghetti dinners, social gatherings, going on trips. But they don't talk about sin. Amen. The problem with the world today is sin. Amen. The problem with, with me 20 years ago, it was sin. Amen. The problem with you was sin. Amen. You can't get past God with sin. Amen. Where is your fellowship? Where is your fellowship? Let's read for us if you would. Amen. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 6 and 14. 2 Corinthians 6 chapter, verse number 14. Amen. Where is your fellowship? Where is your fellowship? Well, I'm just visiting this morning. Well, amen. I got two things to say to you. If you're saved, amen, you're not a visitor in the church of God. Amen. If you're saved from all sin, you may be visiting him physically, but spiritually you are in the church of God. Amen. Amen. Verse number 14 says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship? For what fellowship? And righteousness with unrighteousness. What fellowship? What fellowship has righteousness? With unrighteousness. With communion and light with darkness. And righteousness is like mixing oil and water. Amen. I don't care how big the, uh, the Pacific Ocean is, the Atlantic Ocean is, drop some oil in it. It won't mix. Amen. That's how, amen, unrighteousness is and righteousness is. Amen. That's how darkness and light is. It don't mix. Amen. I thank God my fellowship is with the Father. Amen. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? With unrighteousness. And what, com what communion, communion? had light with darkness? Have light with darkness. Listen, send a friend visit. I mean, God have never went along with sin. You get people today, they, they often give these excuses. They say, well, uh, Moses killed a man. I'm talking about people who justify sin. David slept with Bathsheba. Come on. Noah was a drunk. Look at people. People will use this Bible to try to justify sin. I'm going to tell you something. God was just as angry with sin back then as he is today. God never went along with sin. As a matter of fact, when Moses went up into the mountain, amen, the 40 days he went into the mountain, he came back down. The people had got engrossed in sin. God, amen, got so angry. God told Moses, God said, Moses, I'm going to kill all of them. And I'm going to make a great nation out of you. And God told Moses that every man, every woman that sinned against me, what he say he going to do? What he say he going to do? God didn't go along with sin in the Old Testament. He said, whoever sinned, Moses, I'm blotting them out of my book. God got a book. God got a book. And when I commit sin, he take me out. Take me out of it. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? Where is your fellowship this morning? Where is your fellowship this morning? We were once in darkness. 
We were once in sin. We had no fellowship. See, the time we're living in today, people go to church and they hide behind their title. They hide behind their position. You talk to people today, well, I'm the deacon at New Hope Baptist Church. Hide behind it. But we have to realize you can be in church and not in fellowship with God. Y'all know that? Right. Let me say that again. That was kind of weak. You can be in church and not in fellowship with God. I'm going to prove it to you. Come on, let me show you something here. Hold that right there. Go, if you would, 1 John. Let me show you something here. Let's go back to 1 John. Amen. Let's read verse number 5. 1 John, first chapter. Amen. And verse number. Amen. Let's go to 6. If we say that we have fellowship with him. Now, hold on. I'm going to show you something. You can... You can be in church and not in fellowship with God. I'll prove it to you. Verse 6. If we say that we have Wait fellowship with him. Where is your fellowship? Is it with God or is it with your grandmother? Is it the church you grew up in? Come on now. I grew up in this church. Where I'm at in Greenville, Mississippi, this church is on every corner. And none of them get along. Now, you tell me. If we, we sing a song when we all get to heaven. When we sing a song when we all get to heaven, what a, a day of rejoicing that would be. What a fellowship. Y'all ever heard that song before? What a fellowship. Oh, what a joy divine. If you don't have fellowship down here, you're definitely not going to have it up there. Verse 6, come on. If we come say on. we have fellowship with him. If now, if we say, now you say, well, I got fellowship with him, Pastor. Where's your fellowship? Well, I got fellowship with God. Okay. Well, this is the, the litmus test. This is the test right here of whether you have fellowship with him or you got fellowship with your pastor or with your church. Come on now. If we say we have fellowship with him if we and say walk we in have, darkness. If we say we have fellowship with him, with him and walk in darkness. Darkness is nothing else but another term for sin. When the scripture says darkness, it's talking about sin when they're using it in that term. Now, if we say we have fellowship, fellowship with him and walk in darkness. And walk in what? Darkness. We and lie. walk in, uh-oh. We do what? We lie and do not well, the preacher, truth. Well, preacher, you call me a lie? No, I ain't called you a lie. Who called him a lie? First, John called him a lie. I ain't called you a lie. Read it again. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. We lie. If I'm in sin, I don't care what church I'm a belong to, and I sin, I walk in darkness. And it says what? We, we lie. lie and do not the truth. And what the Bible say about liars? All, All liars have their place in the lake of fire. How you gonna have fellowship with God and in the lake of fire? Where's your fellowship? Read the next verse. Come on. We lie. We lie and do not the truth. Listen, people have good intentions. I'm not saying people don't have good intentions. Okay? I'm not saying people don't have good intentions. But you can have good intentions when i on my way to St. Pete. You know how that GPS can get you crossed up sometime. You think the GPS leading you right, next thing you know, you're on a dead end street. You can have good intentions 
to go to St. Pete. Have the wrong direction. You'll never get there. But you got good intentions. I believe people have good intentions. They want to do right. But you got the wrong direction. You got the wrong instruction. God can help a person with good intentions. But he can't help a person whose heart ain't right. If we walk in light as he is in light. We have fellowship one with another. Why is it that we can't? Christ. Why is this brother, this brother right here, this church right here, can't go over there and preach? Why is it they can't come up in here and preach? I'm gonna tell you why. Read. If we walk, we walk in the light, in the light as he is in light, we have, we have fellowship, fellowship one with one another. With another. Jesus Christ, his son. When I was out in the world, I used to be a gangbanger. The GDs have more fellowship than some of these churches. Baptists don't like the Methodists. Methodists don't like the Pentecostals. Catholics don't like the Apostolics. And don't nobody get along. But we're going to heaven. If we walk in the light. As he is in the light. We have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus the Christ. The light is nothing more his son than the word of God. Sin. It's like math. One plus one is what? If I'm under that same math and you teaching me one plus one is two, I don't care where you go in the United States, one plus one is two, right? Well, it's the same thing with God's word. If everybody teach the same thing, you can go anywhere you want and have fellowship, but everybody ain't teach the same thing. To a lot of, listen, folks say, uh, the Bible said awake to righteousness and sin not. You go to people, hey, uh, you living free from sin? Oh, nobody can live free from sin. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's why you can't go. That's why you don't have fellowship with everybody. The Bible says we have fellowship one with another in the blood of Jesus Christ. He cleanses us from, from all, all sin. sin. Go to 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, if you would. Amen. Where is your fellowship? Amen. Where is your fellowship? People church hop. People go from church to church. The Bible says that Abraham, he looked for a city which had foundations whose builder and maker is God. Abraham looked for a city. He kept looking. He kept looking. Oh, God ain't over here. They shacking over here. And he go over here to this city. No, God ain't over here. The preacher got sweethearts. No, God ain't over here. Folks falling out on the floor, skirts flying up, foaming at the mouth, speaking in some language nobody understands. God ain't over there. Let me keep on looking. The Bible says Abraham looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. He looked for it. How many people are looking for it? Where's your fellowship? Abraham looked for a city. Look for it. Look for it. Whose builder and maker is God. Let's look at what we call First Corinthians first chapter. Yes, sir. Bear with me a little bit here. Y'all bear with me. Come on now. Bear with me. Bear with me. First Corinthians. First chapter. Amen. And let's look at it if you would. Amen. Verse 10. Let's look at verse 10. Now oh, beseech you. Let's start at verse 2 then skip down verse 10. Unto the church of God, which is in Corinth. Wait a minute. Unto the church of God. Paul, I'm going to write this letter to where your fellowship at. Unto the church of God. Huh? 
going to write this letter to where your fellowship at. I'm not going to write it to where you visit. Come on now. Amen. The Bible is not written to a place where we visit. All right. The Bible is written where you fellowship. What it look like he writing a letter, amen, to Athens. He going to write a letter to Athens because that's not where the saints fellowship. This Bible is written to where the saints fellowship. Well, where they fellowship, preacher? Read verse 2. Until the church of God, which is in Corinth. Which is at Corinth. To them that are saints. Why he write it to the church at Corinth? That's where they fellowshiped. They didn't fellow. Why didn't he write it to the Baptist church? Because they wasn't fellowshipping there. Amen. Why didn't he write it to the Catholic church? Because they wasn't fellowshipping there. That's right. He wrote the letter where they was fellowshipping. Amen. Wrote it the way they were fellowshipping. That's where the saints at. The, the saints were fellowshipping at the church. Yes. At the church of God. And we, we quote the scripture earlier and said, we're built together for habitation of God yeah. in the spirit. That's where the saints fellowship. Yeah. 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 That's where they fellowship. Come on, skip down verse 10. Come on, come on, come on. Now beseech Let's you, brethren. Amen. Now beseech you, brethren, now beseech you, brethren by, by the name of our Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, Christ that, that you all speak all the same thing. And that there be no division among you. Hold it right there. Let that sink in a little bit. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the, the name, name of our Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, that you what? That you all speak the same thing. If we don't do that, we're going to hell. Amen. If I don't do that, I'm going to hell. Amen. I speak what this book say. I can't speak what my church uh, 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 fellowship is, uh, the Baptist or Memphis Church of God in Christ. Whatever that they meet and they come up with, that's what you got to do. Before you join them, you know what you say? Do you agree to abide by our rules and our creeds and you want to be with us? <laughs> you got to abide by their rules. Yes, you do. When you join church, they tell you, look, you fill out this card, amen, and you got to abide by our rules and our creed and our this. Do that. If people want to be saved the Bible way, you're going to do it God's way. Amen. What does it say? Is that BCG, brother? Let you proceed. What? That you all speak the same thing. Now, y'all answer this question. Do all these, I, I'm not familiar with Tampa or St. Peter. Do all these churches speak the same thing? No. Y'all be honest now. Come on. No. Do they all speak the same thing? No. One church got the same Bible. Yeah. That don't mean that. That don't mean that. <laughs> that don't mean that. Awake to rise and sin not. That don't mean that. The woman that was caught in adultery, Jesus told her, go and sin no more. That don't mean that. Fifth chapter of St. John, he raised the man up and said, go and sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. That don't mean that. God just got one church. God, that don't mean that. Read it, come on. That you all speak the same thing. That you all speak the same and thing. And that there be no division among you. Uh-oh. That what? That there be no division among you. Hmm. That there be no divisions among you, huh? All these, we got over a thousand different denominations and religions out here. And 
Paul wrote, he said that there be no, no what? division among you. And what else? But that you be perfectly joined look together. What, look what he said. In that the you same be perfectly mind. joined together, together in the in same mind and in the same, same judgment. And same fellowship. You know why folks church out? Because they look for a place to let them do what they want to do. They come here and we preach holiness and truth of God's word. And they can't shack here. So they go to church across the street let them do it. That's right. Know how they way. Amen. Amen. You might, look, amen over here and amen over here. We won't marry a man and a man, so you go over there. He won't marry a woman with a woman, so you go over there. He won't let you shack and sing in the choir, so you go over there. He won't let you go to the casino. Amen. So you go over there. You like to dance and whip it and nay nay and all that. And he won't let you do it. So you go over there. Amen. Where's your fellowship? You ought to love your soul more than that. Listen. See, when I grew up, I grew up, I wasn't religious. So God really could help me because I wasn't religious. I didn't have no religious background. So God was able to really help me. But you know what some of the hardest people to help? The religious one. Some of the hardest people to help is religious people. People that been in the way. All that I've been in the way. All my life. You're right. You've been in the way. Some of the hardest people to help is religious people. Why you say that? I'm going to tell you this. Religious people hard to help. I'm going to tell you something. Cocaine. Uh, you can help a person on dope quicker than you can help somebody on, on, on religion. Amen. A man that's on dope, he know he need to quit. He know he need to kick the habit. He know it. He know he need to stop drinking. He know that. And you go to them, and he'll tell you, man, pray for me. I, I know him. I, I just can't. I need help, man. I need help. I know I need to stop this. I need to stop this drinking. I need to stop this. I need to stop it. He'll acknowledge that he need to stop. But the man over there with that sign, talking about repent, go over there and tell him, all right, man, the Bible says awake to righteousness and not. Oh, nobody can live free from sin. We all come short. We all come short. You can help a person on dope quicker than you can help somebody with religion. Because yes. it's one thing, see, a person with religion, he feel he right. He feel that he is right. And you can help a person on dope, bro, father, as quick as you can help a man that got religion. I'm glad you put it up there. Read it. Come on. Awake to what? righteousness and sin not. For some have the knowledge of God. And some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. It's a shame for a Christian to sin. Yes. That will break your fellowship. We read it early on, Isaiah 59 and 1. Your sins are separated you. It broke your fellowship. Well, Jesus, listen to it. But Jesus died for our sins. Listen, if I go to jail and you pay my debt for me to get out, Say my debt $100,000, and I go to jail, and you buy me out for $100,000. I'm 
Are you expecting me to stand, go to the bank and rob another bank and say, he paid my debt? You expect me to stop robbing banks, ain't you? I ain't putting no more money out for you. <laughs> well, why is it people use that to say, well, Jesus died for my sin. Jesus died for sin, but we die unto it. Amen. Right. Die unto it. Well, everybody seeing you sin. We give this analogy once before. It's like a person breaking your house. Since that's your teaching, that's what you believe. You believe everybody's sin and can't help it. So when somebody, you go home, somebody breaking your house, steal all your nice stuff, all your tools, amen, all your CDs and your collections and your art and all that. They steal all that. And when you go home, you say, don't, don't call the police. <laughs> they say they couldn't help Do it. what your pastor told you. Your pastor said we can, he couldn't help it. <laughs> Ain't that what they teach? You can't help with the sin, right? So when they break in your house, don't call the police. You say they couldn't help it. You don't do that. You know what you say? Oh, why did they break in my house? They didn't have to do that. I'm showing you how messed up this doctrine and teaching that these people have out here. God wants somebody going to stand for this truth. God wants somebody going to stand for this truth here. God wants somebody going to stand for it, not just talk about it. These Creflo dollars in the world and T.D. Jakes away with them. Fair speech and smooth words deceive the hearts of the simple. Supposing that uh, godliness is gain. All this old prosperity stuff. I breathe prosperity over you. Then after you breathe prosperity over them, you go back there and, and adultery. What kind of world we in where a man not cheat with another woman, go with some boys and the people still accept it? One of the biggest churches in Atlanta. God help us. And the people deceived. God help us. Let me show you something. Where is your fellowship? Bear with me a little bit here. Uh, let's look at Ephesians 1 and 22. I'm, I'm sorry. I missed the verse. First 9. First Corinthians 1 and 9. Put that up if you would. First Corinthians 1 and 9. Put that up there for me. If you would. Then we're going to deal with something. Y'all bear with me. I ain't going to keep you long. We're going to go and cry. Hold on. Read. 1 and 9. God is what? By whom you were called. God is faithful to show this truth to everybody in this world. That's why the Bible says the grace of God has appeared to all men, teaching them what? That denying ungodliness. If I can't help to do it, then why God going to say deny it? That's right. If you can't help but to sin, why God say deny it? Why deny something I can't help? It's against God. Denying ungodliness and worldly lust that we should live righteously, soberly, and godly when we die. In this present world. When we die. In this present world. When we die. In this present world. And then we'll have the, the preacher give him 10,000. Now he pray me out. We got to live righteous now. Sin break fellowship. If you die in sin, then guess what? The wages of sin is what? Death. And Jesus... Jesus let 
there's no, no sinner, no sinner have any part in my house. Amen. Come on, read for us. Uh, go back to verse 9. 1 Corinthians 1 and 9. Come on. God, God is, is faithful, faithful by whom you were called to the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, saved. our Look, Lord. Listen to this. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're in the jungles of Africa. I don't care where you are. When every man or every woman gets saved, God give them a call unto the fellowship of his who? Son, God. Jesus Christ. Everybody. God give every man and woman a call, fellowship unto his son. Come on, Jesus Christ. Our Lord. When I got saved, God called me to fellowship with his son. The Bible says by one spirit. Are we all baptized into him? Two bodies. One. Two bodies. One body. Y'all looking at me like it ain't in the Bible. Give me 1 Corinthians 12 chapter. Amen. Pastor, help me out here. By one spirit. All right, verse 13. 1 Corinthians, put that up there. Y'all looking at me like Boys, it ain't in the, the Bible. I'm going to give you Bible what I preach. Amen. I ain't going to get up here. And the Lord. And Jesus. You ain't going to get that this morning. You're going to understand everything I say. Amen. I ain't going to moan and groan. Amen. You're going to understand it clear. The message is going to be clear this morning. For as the body is one. Now listen to this. Verse 13. Okay, by we'll start at 12. Come on, come on, come on. For as the body is one and have many members, and all the members of the that body one body, one, the, body. Many. the reason why I'm bringing this out, I'm going to show you something. For I told you, if you sit on this man ministry for 30 days, I guarantee you, you will learn more than you've ever learned in your life. For as the body is one and have many members, and have many members, and all members. The body is Jesus Christ. I'm going to prove it to you. The members are the saints. We got one body, right? But we have many members. And guess what? And all, all the, the members, members of that one body being many no, wait, are wait, one body. All the members work together. All the members. All the feet work with the hand. Your back itch. You take your hand scratchy. You take your, your hands do this with. You take your eyes to see where you're going. They all work together. Members I'm talking about. Why is it none of the members of the church uh, out here in this world? None of them can work together. I tell you why. They're not a part of the body. Come on now. Follow me closely. Follow me closely. And all the members, members of, of the one, one body being one many. Look. I'm going to show you the body. Is. Just bear with me. One body many are one body. Many so also are one. Christ. There it is again. So also is Christ. The church is one. The church is not divided. Denominations is divided. God, church ain't never been divided. Never. Ephesians 1, 22 and 23. Keep that in your mind. For as one body is one. We're going to show you what the body is. We're going to show you what the body is. Ephesians, first chapter, verse number 22 and 23. Ephesians 1 and 22 and, and have put all things under his feet. Amen. And have put all things. And gave him to and be the head of all things, things to the church. Gave, listen now. And have gave him to be the head of all, over all things to the church. The Pope ain't the head. Amen. Come on now. Amen. Amen. The Pope ain't the head now. Amen. Amen. Rome ain't the center of the church now. Ain't, headquarters ain't in Rome now. It ain't the Vatican. And have put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head of over all, all things, things to the church. Everything that come down to the church, Christ Jesus is our Lord. Which is the body. Which is his body. Now, back up because I want to tie this in here. Go back to 22. 
and have put all things under his feet. Read the latter end, though. Just okay. read the last thing. To be the head over all things to the church. Read, come on. Which is the body. The okay. fullness Hold of right him. There. Which is the body. The fullness of him that of fulfilled him in all. That fulfilled till it's in all. all. The body is Christ. Let's, let's prove it again. Colossians 1 and 14. I just want to bring something out. I want y'all to get this this morning. Amen. Colossians. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's look at amen. All right. 18. Let's read 18. And is the head of the body. And who? Wait a minute. Now. I'm trying to tie this in. And is the what? And he is the head of the body. I want y'all to focus on this. And he is, is the, the head, head of, the body. of the body. The church. Uh-oh. Y'all ain't get that, did you? Listen and to it. And he is the, the head, head of, of the body. body. The church. And then this D is showing you what's coming after it is the same thing applied to the body. The church. Who is the beginning? The body is the church. Who is the body is the church. Who is the body? Jesus. And he is the head of the body. The church. I'm trying to tie them both in and show you the body is the church. And he is the head of the body. He is the body. Tie those two in. Write them down. Because I'm going to tie them in now. First John 3 and 5. Now if it's tie in, he is the head of the body. The church. The church. Who is the beginning of the firstborn from All right, now first John 3 and 5. First John 3 and 5. Let's tie that in. First John, third chapter, verse 5. And ye know that he was manifested. To take away our sins, listen to this. Now, Christ is the body, right? Christ is the body? We don't brought it out twice. Ephesians 1, 22 and 23, Colossians 1 and 18. Christ is the body. Christ the body, right? Well, let's see what's in his body. What's in his body? Talk to me. What's in his body? The hand. The eyes. The feet. That's what's, what's in your body. Your feet, your hands, your head. Christ is the body, right? The members make up the body, right? We are the members of his body, right? I'm going to bag you into a corner. Keep on. Now look. And you know that Since he was Christ manifested. is the body, in him is what? No in sin. his body is what? No sin. So how are you a member of his body and got sin? So how are you going to be a part of the body with sin? Because in his body, in him is what? No sin. That's how you become a part of the body. Amen. By one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Yeah. When you ask God to forgive you, he washes away all your sin and puts you in the body. Now it's your job, amen, to stay clean, to keep yeah. sin out. Because right. if you, the moment you get sin in the body, then you get out. That's right. Because Separate. there in, in him is no what? Sin. That don't mean you're in the body. That don't mean you're in the body. Where's your, where's your fellowship? Where is your fellowship? God, help us this afternoon. We need to have fellowship with Jesus Christ, the Son, that we can stay in the body. Jesus, keep us clean. Amen. The Holy Ghost, keep us clean. 
See a woman out there in this Tampa and this St. Pete and everybody like taking off. See that woman walking down there looking like that. Holy Ghost say, turn away from it. He keep you clean. Keep you in the body. Come on now. Well, come on now. Let's deal with this thought here. Well, we all sin. You sin when you think the wrong thing. Let's deal with that. Here it is. You walk by a bank. The devil tell you in your mind, you broke. Car broke down. You need some money for them children. Bills do. Devil talk to your mind and say, go in there and rob that bank. But you say, give me 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. No, no. Yeah, let's try 10 and 13. Let's see if they cast it down imagination. No, okay, go to uh, 1 Corinthians 10 and 4. And did all drink the same? Second Corinthians. Amen. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Come on. But mightily through God to the pulling down of the stronghold. You pull that down. One Casting down. Listen, there it is what I want, the next verse. Casting down imagination and everything. That's what I want. Okay, now you at the bank. Devil telling you to rob the bank. This will, this will keep you in the body. I'm showing you what keep you in the body. This keep you in the body. Casting down imagination. No, devil, I ain't robbing no bank. And every high thing. I ain't doing that. That ain't God. The thought came to your mind, though. Let me ask you a question. Can the police arrest you for the thought coming to your mind for robbing the bank? No. Can the police arrest you? No. I'm going to show you how religious people are. Well, when you think the wrong thing is sin, if the police can't, can't arrest me for it, how God going to do it? That's right. That's why he got this here. This is a buffer. This protection. This is your safety. When those thoughts come to your mind, Cast the Bible down. tell you what to do. Casting down imaginations. Well, I, I miss my baby daddy. I just miss his touch. I just, I miss him. Casting down imaginations. This is how we stay in the body. This is how we stay clean. But where your fellowship is, they ain't going to teach you that. They don't teach you that. Let's look at a couple more scriptures. Amen. We're winding down. Let's look at it, amen. I quoted it, now let's read it. Ephesians 2 and 22. I quoted it, now let's read it. Amen. Bear with me. Bear with me. Y'all know what my job is. One scripture says my job is to make all men see what is the fellowship. That's my job. That's my job. My job is to make you see it. Give me Ephesians 3 and 9. I'll show you that and then come back there right quickly. Go and on. to make all men see what that's is fellowship this, that's my job. of the ministry. Wait, wait, wait. ministry. That's my job. My job is to make you see it. Line upon line. Here a little. There a little. That's my job. If the head messed up, what do you think going to happen to the body? If the blind lead the blind, what do you think going to happen to Don't those that ditch. God help us. It's amazing. We're wise to do evil. Come on. When it's time to sneak around and creep, we're wise to do that. We're wise to do evil, but simple then when it comes, what, what do that mean? How do, what that mean? What that preacher talk about? You know what he's talking about. Amen. Where's your fellowship? When I got saved, 
before I tell you this, before I got saved, Brother Troy and Brother Kevin came to my house. I wasn't even saved. And I'll never forget what I told them. Because I've seen religion. I know what religion can do to a person. It messes them up. The Bible says you can pass land and sea to make one proselyte. And when he is made, you make him twofold the child of hell than yourself. When them brothers came to my house, they talked to me about God. I'll never forget what I told y'all. You know what I told them? I said, if I get saved, I'm going to be the best Christian there ever was. I wasn't even saved. But I seen how religious people act. Right. Mm-hmm. Lie, shack, cuss. If you can do all that and be saved, what's it? I'm staying where I'm at. Right, right. And I told that, bro. I said, if I ever get saved, I'm going to be the best Christian I ever was. And I mean that this day. Uh-huh. I, I'm, the days of looking at people, I'm not doing that. Past that, I'm trying to make heaven my own. This world, we know it. The Spirit of God is leaving this world. Y'all don't see it? Y'all don't see it? Everywhere you read, look, internet, we don't care where you go, somebody doing something crazy, killing somebody, beheading somebody, breaking in somebody's house, raping somebody, sodomizing a child. We don't see it? And people still playing out there in sin. Still playing in religion. Sometimes the Spirit of God is leaving this world. And God doing everything he can to get your attention. Showing you things. Showing you. Showing you. And the door of mercy being shut. God closed the door in this world. Y'all know when God uh, told Noah to build the ark? I believe God showed me that. We're going to get back to it. When God told Noah to build the ark, it was 120 years before it actually rained from the time he started. Let me show you something. I believe God showed me this. This I. I believe God showed me this. With Noah, God could have destroyed the world the first day he told Noah. Because he said the end of all things are at hand. He already told Noah, the end of all things are at hand. I'm going to destroy it. The only reason why God didn't destroy it because of Noah. God, what, listen, God had wiped his hands with the world. He was waiting on Noah to prove it. How many of the world got saved? How many? It was only eight souls and all of them was Noah's family. None of the world. God wasn't waiting on the world. He was done with it. He was waiting on Noah to build the ark. As soon as Noah nailed that last nail in. God waiting on us, saints. Jesus said, as it was the, in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the second coming of the Son of Man. I believe God had wiped his hands with a lot of people. And he waited on the church. And when we get where God wants us to be with that last nail, and God shut the door, and Noah couldn't open it. That's right. It was only till the rain came, Sister Ingrid. Then folks want to, oh, now I see. It's too late now. God loves us so much. You know God trying to help us. We don't got so wise in our own conceit, deceit. We so wise now we know more than God now. Go to these schools, become preachers and all that stuff. 
thinking we know something, got these accolades in front of our name, doctor, PhD this, all that. Don't mean nothing. Let me read this scripture I call Ephesians 2 and 22. Y'all been good. Where's your fellowship this morning? Is it with God or is it with your denomination? When Jesus comes back, he ain't looking for your denomination now. He ain't looking for the apostolics. He ain't looking for them. He ain't looking for the uh, Pentecostals. He ain't looking for, amen, uh, whatever it is. He's looking for his church. He's coming back for his church. Without spot or wrinkle. Don't you know if God got two or three churches, you put God and Jesus in adultery? God ain't got two churches. He ain't got three. Think about it. The church is the bride, right? How many believe that? The church is the bride of Christ, right? Well, if God got just two churches, you put him in adultery. That's why the Bible said, let every man have his own wife. What do you think about the church? God got one church, and it's made up of the many members. All have the same minds. And you know what else they do, brother? They speak the same thing. Praise God. But you can have good intentions and be wrong. I'm so glad God showed me this truth. I'm, y'all going to have to tie me down, hog tie me, whatever, to get me to stop preaching this message. You're going to have to do something real serious to me. I'm going to declare this message. Because the ministry we're under right now, this is the seven seal ministry. This is the last ministry before Jesus comes. And it's the ministry's job to prepare the church to meet the bridegroom. It's the ministry job. We're going to walk the bride down the aisle to meet the bridegroom. That's what John the Baptist was. Yes. It's our job as the ministry to prepare the saints to be caught up. And all this food is about left alone. Ain't nobody going to be left alone. Whatever that movie is. Left alone, left home, or Left behind, whatever they call it. Nobody gonna be left behind. God got a place for you. Yes, he do. You ain't gonna be left behind. We going to heaven and you going to hell. You ain't gonna be left behind. God got some place for you. One or the other. You going one or the other? He gonna put the sheep. And the Bible says he's gonna put the sheep on the right and the goats on the left. That's what he's doing now. The message that I'm preaching right now, separating people. The message that we preach, Sister Jones, amen, the message we, you preach, brother, is separate people. The separation is going down, saints of God. Got the message I'm preaching right now is going to separate folk. Father advance with his son. Mother advance with her daughter. The daughter going to go that way and the mama going, I'm going with, I'm going with God, honey. Separation, that's what we're doing right now. We're separating them. That's just being preached. It's making a separation right now. That's why Jesus told him, Amen. Believe in the sixth chapter of St. John. He said, Will you also go away? You start preaching, Amen. Holiness, except you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. And from that time, the Bible said, from when he said that, you got to live like me and act like me and talk like me. It no, look. It don't take all that. 
Y'all know how people are, it don't take all that. It don't take all that. And the Bible says from that time, what happened? Many of his what? Disciples did what? Turned away. Walk no longer with him. This message, it get tight. The Bible says straight is the gate, narrow is the way. And, and few that be that find it. This, 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 this help, this, this fellowship way, amen, this, this, this message that we preach, it get tight. It get straight. And it get narrow. And you got to start taking off stuff. To get through that, you got to take off. You got to put off. You got to crucify. You got to leave behind. If you want to keep fellowship with the Lamb of God, the Bible said, what are these? Arrayed in white linen and which came they? These are they that come out of great tribulation. Praise God. Great tribulation. All this old stuff. I, God help me. All this stuff about millennium and thousand year reign. You got to get under this message here and learn what that means. Right. We ain't going to have no great tribulation, thousand years. And then if you ain't, uh, if you're not right when Jesus come back the, the next time, then you get another chance. Heresy. Damnable doctrine. Damnable doctrine. Damnable doctrine. Some things God not going to show you until you depart. Ain't going to be your eye. Sure. Some things God not going to show you until you depart from it. When you depart and decide you're going to leave it, then God say, now I'm going to open it up to you. What good do God going to show you revelation and you can't even obey, amen, 1 John 1 and 8, 1 and 9. 1 Corinthians 15, 33, awake to righteousness and sin not. You can't even obey that. What God going to show you what the dragon is for? <laughs> you studying and getting your books together and on the internet trying to reference stuff, what the dragon and what they meant the false prophet is and, and what's that sign in the head and what's that sign in the name, the number of the beast and all that. You trying to fool around with that. You ain't even got a problem. You ain't got away from awake to righteousness and sin not. Right. Come on. Right. 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 People all in the revelation trying to figure out what this, the hand. Well, ain't nobody going to be able to eat unless they got that sign in their hand or their forehead. <laughs> Foolishness. Don't even know what it means. Nobody going to be able to eat. There's going to come a time you have to have that sign. You're not going to be able to eat. The Bible said buy the truth and sell it not. What it's talking about is this doctrine. Doctrine. You can tell what a person is by their doctrine. That's their sign. Amen. The doctrine is their mark. You worried about the mark of the beast? Well, the mark of the beast is that doctrine. Listen. And they won't let you. Listen, the Bible says you can't sell or buy unless you got that mark. It's talking about doctrine. That's what it's talking about. How do you know, how do you know, amen, she's a Pentecostal? All you got to do is go up to her and get her upset or mad. That's that sign. That's that sign. You only, she ain't got to tell you a Pentecostal. You know it. How do you know this person, amen, is a, is a Baptist? Usually they believe in water immersion. It's salvation. That's their sign. 
And you cannot buy or sell with the Pentecostals unless you got their mark. He can't preach down at the Pentecostal church because you ain't got their mark. They're sign in your forehead. That doctrine. Amen. But I thank God we have fellowship with the Father. Amen. With his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Ephesians 2 and 22, and then we're going to close out with uh, St. John. Y'all been good. And whom you come on. And whom you are also builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. I just was quoting. I want y'all to see it. And whom we all also are all built together for a habitation of God. Through the spirit. Through the what? Spirit. When you get saved, God give you another spirit. Amen. We quoted that the other night, I believe. David said, what did he say? Uh, uh, Psalms 51 and 10, he said, creating me a what? A new heart. And do what? And renew what? A new, a new spirit. And renew what? A new spirit. Spirit of God. Don't y'all know everything worked by a spirit? You can't dance. You can't gamble. You can't drink without the spirit. Y'all ever seen somebody try to drink and don't have the spirit of it? <laughs> Some people, all they take is a, 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 a cooler, and they gone. <laughs> and other folks, they just drinking, putting it away, putting it away. They got the spirit of it. <laughs> Y'all ever been to a party and seen somebody up against the wall? Won't, can't dance? Y'all ever been to a party and the person just up against the wall? We just call them wallflowers. <laughs> And then you got some people out there on the floor cutting up. <laughs> they got the spirit of it. Well, it's the same thing with God. You got to have the spirit of dancing to dance. You got to have the spirit of gambling to gamble. And you got to have the spirit of God to live holy. Amen. Praise God. Glory. Praise God. The only way we can fellowship with God is through the spirit. That's the only way you can fellowship with God. The Bible says no flesh shall glory in the eyesight of God. So how are we going to worship him? Through the spirit. The Bible said God is a what? The spirit. And they that what? Worship him in might. Worship him. Did it must, say might? Must worship him in truth and Give me spirit. that if you would. Uh, St. John 4 and 24, I believe it. God is a what? And they that what? Worship him. Might. Must. Might. Must. Good intentions. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit. God and is in a truth. spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit must. and in truth. That must mean ain't no other way. Now, you want fellowship with God the Father? You must worship him in, in spirit and in truth. St. John, don't go there. St. John 17, 17. The Bible says, sanctify them through thy word. Thy word is what? Thy truth. If you don't worship God in them two ways, with the Spirit of God and through the Word of God, you are wasting time. Listen, I'm wasting time. I'm just wasting time. Y'all remember the Bible said, Matthew, or you have to go to that seventh chapter, it said, Many shall come unto me that day and say, Lord, didn't we do this in your name? Didn't we cast out devils in your name? We did all this in your name. 
See, people do a lot of good stuff, but that don't mean it's, they have fellowship. Amen. That's right. That's right. Going all over these countries and different lands. I tell the saints back at home, there's a difference between humanitarian work and God work. Humanitarian is from human to human. I feed you, I clothe you. That's humanitarian. But it takes something from the Spirit of God. It's a difference. It's a difference. You want fellowship with God? You got to worship Him in the Word and in the Spirit. June 27, 1995, when I got on my knees, God gave me another spirit. And then I was able to worship him. These old false religious spirits can't worship God with these old wicked spirits. I tell anybody all the time, it don't take but one sin to put you out. St. John, let's let y'all go. I want y'all to come back. Hear the man of God. He got the same message. We preach the same thing. A lot of times folks come in. Back in Greenville, I might have an evangelist in. They say, wow, he real preach real. He preach just like you. Well, we got the same daddy. He preach just like you. What you mean he preach like you? Well, we got the same daddy. That's right. <laughs> we got the same daddy, man. His daddy holy. That make me holy. Amen. What his daddy say, that what he say. Amen. That what made Jeremiah and Ezekiel prophets of God. Know what they said? They didn't say, thus said my church. Know what they said? Thus said the Lord. Thus said the Lord. Thus said the Lord. They didn't say, thus said my church. They didn't say, just say my denomination. They said, thus said the Lord. That's how we have fellowship. You start talking about your church and your denomination, then people do this. Sunday is the most segregated day in our country. You know why? Because people don't have fellowship with the Father. I'm not interested in building up church membership. I'm not interested in making people please their flesh. I'm interested in pleasing God. Many were saying to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in the name have cast out devils, and thy name done many wonderful works. Then he shall declare unto them, depart from me. That ain't it. You're going to skip this somewhere. But he said, many shall declare unto me, amen, depart from me. I never knew you. I never knew you. Why come he ain't never knew? They worked iniquity. Wouldn't stop sinning. Running around talking about everybody singing. And wouldn't stop saying, God wouldn't accept it. You ain't have fellowship with me. All those years you uh, pastored that church and didn't have fellowship with me. All them years you was a deacon in the church and didn't have fellowship with me. Well, all of, but what about all the works I did? They're going to perish with you. I don't want to live all my life denying myself, denying my flesh, and close my eyes and hear Jesus say, depart from me. I don't want to do that. We're going to close out with St. John 5th chapter. All right. Where is your fellowship this morning? Is it in God? Or is it in your denomination? It's amazing what people say about God 
but they can only go so far because if they don't do what the denominations say, they're going to defrock them, excommunicate them. You got, that's why you got these churches, these, these preachers or pastors, whatever you call them, they, they, uh, they lead certain churches, and uh, they marry homosexuals and all that. God help us. If I can't preach what God said, then I'll go somewhere else. Hey, Amen. I'm going to preach what, the, what God give me. These churches law change their bylaws, allow you to marry certain people. I ain't doing it. I take my family, we go out in that parking lot before we do that. I ain't doing it. My fellowship is with the Father. See, when you love the favor of man, you're going to do what man say. The Bible said, what's an uh, what's, uh, abomination of God? Men love. God says abomination. Was highly esteemed among men. Abomination to God. It's abomination. Don't care how many changes you get when you die. When you came here with, you're going to have it when you die. When you stand before God, I don't care. You, you uh, whatever his name is, Jill, Jane, Janet, or whatever his name, you may have changed your name from James to Jane. When you die, God going to call James. That's, amen. We love the soul, but we hate to sin. We're not bashers. We're not phobic or anything like that. We're just against sin. We love everybody. Amen. I don't want nobody leave here saying, oh, he's bashing. No, we're not bad. We love your soul. We love your soul. Come on, let's close out. St. John 5th chapter. Amen. Amen. Verse number, if you would, uh, give me 39. St. John 5th chapter, verse number 39. Search the scriptures. Now, after all I've said, you search the scriptures. For in them you Don't think. you take what I tell you, you search the scriptures. Amen. You got some people, they, all, they sit in front of that TV and they get fed from the TV evangelists. That's what they live on. Every Sunday or whatever, they go to that TV and listen to their TV. That's who their pastor is, the evangelist, the TV evangelist. Amen. Put your hand on the TV with your cloth and send us $200, and we're going to send you some oil. Prayer clock. Some blessed water. <laughs> See one video, a man took his coat off and waved it over the crowd. Everybody fell down. We, then we fall for anything. I'm telling you, we're we some gullible people. We fall for some of anything. When Peter... Who was it? Peter, one of the disciples, bowed down. One of the men tried to bow down and kiss Peter. Peter said, stand up. I'm one of you. God, help us. This world is just deceived. People want God, but they don't know how to get to him. Don't y'all know it's in everybody, every man. It's in all of us to worship God, everybody. But how to worship him? That's what we got the problem with. Every man, every woman want to worship God. You go over to uh, Jamaica, Haiti, voodoo man. When you sit down before the voodoo man, he give you that voodoo, he say, oh, great God. <laughs> yeah, he do. He start out by saying, oh, God. Everybody want God. But how to worship him, we know not. That's why Jesus came to show us the way. And if we don't do it the way Jesus said, we're going to be lost. I'm going to be lost. 
St. John 5th chapter 39, the Bible says, Search, Search the, the scriptures, scriptures for in for them, in them you think you have eternal life. You think you have fellowship with the Father. You have fellowship. This, it was a time in church history because of, amen, uh, uh, segregation and all those things. Amen. They put ropes down the center of the aisle and whites on this side and blacks on that side. And it wasn't fellowship. What color is your soul? You tell me. What color is your soul? Now you tell me. What color is your soul? Now you tell me. Every man, every woman got a soul. And it ain't black, and it ain't white. Thank God. And we fellowship through the Spirit, and God accepts it when it comes from a pure heart. That's right. Amen. Come on, such scriptures for him, then you have think you have eternal life, and, and they, they are which testify of me, me, and you will not come to me that, that you might, you might have, have life. You won't come to me that you might fellowship. You won't come to me that you might be free from sin. You won't come to me that you might be free from self, from religion. You won't come to me. I receive not honor from men, but I know you. God say, we're closing with this. But I know you. God say, but I know you. That you have not the love of God in you. I know you. You just want to put on a show. I know you. You just want to entertain people. I know you. You just want to sell some records. You just want to sell some CDs. You just want to build a bigger church. I know you. I know, I, you just want to build up your membership, and people ain't saved at all. You just want to be uh, well taken care of. That's all. I know you. I know you. Don't y'all know God know us? God told Philip, he said, before you sat on the tree, I saw you. <laughs> I saw you. God know us better than we know ourselves. We can't outfox God. People running, hiding. When Adam hid himself, he heard God walking in the garden. Adam went and hid himself. What did God say? I see you. I see you. But I know you. That you have not the love of God in you. Come on, read. I am come in my Father's name, and you wait, receive wait, wait, wait. me not. I come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. I come in the name of the Church of God. I come in my Father. Jesus said, I can of my own self do nothing. I can of my own self do nothing. I come in my Father's name. And you receive me not. And you receive me not. And if another should come in his own name. If another come in New Hope. Him you him you receive. Wait, wait New Hope Missionary Baptist Church. Him Greater you receive. Springfield, uh, Petersburg, St. Petersburg Fellowship. Family Worship. If another come in another name. Him you wait receive. Wait And paying bills. They paying. Bring your bills to the church. We'll pay them for you. Him, you what? You will receive. You receive him. But a little small church like this, where we preach holiness, where we live in right, where we worship in God in the spirit and in truth, where we have fellowship with the Father. Look, this is what they do. Thank you, Pastor. God said, but I know you. 
God favor to everybody in here to show you what's right. What you do with it going to be on you. God faithful. When I got saved, let me say this, brother. When I got saved, I was a proud person, a gangbanger. Like big things, you know, extravagant, like to be seen and all that stuff. God had to humble me down. I'm going to show you what he did. It is, it's set up just like this, sports center. When I got saved, <coughs> we were worshiping in a YMCA. <coughs> and they had a big glass window in the YMCA. Didn't have this up <laughs> when you can't look in there. And when I got saved, God had to rid me of pride. See, he had to, I had pride real bad. And one of the first things God had to rid me of <coughs> was pride. When I got saved, I was sitting in the front, like where Brother Morris had. And the YMCA had a big picture window like that. And people would walk up and down the sidewalk, and they would look at us, watching us raise our hand, and watching the saints sing and leap and shout, and watching him preach. <coughs> and I was hesitant for a little while. I would do them quick looks. See who looking. <laughs> Pride. Didn't want them to see Big Howard in here with his hand raised. Pride. God got certain things designed for us to rid us of certain things we can't take to heaven. But if we allow pride, that's why the Bible says pride go before destruction. And a hearty spirit before fall. I remember them folks walking up and down the street. And I just, it just, I said, God, you got to help me. I can't really get free like I want and worship God. Because I'm pride with, got, got, got me looking at these folks. And everybody knew me. <laughs> everybody knew me. But I said that to say this. God got certain things set up because he know you better than you. And he know what you struggle with. He know what your problem is. He know whether you got pride. He know if whatever, it, uh, if you're jealous, if you're uh, uh, prejudiced, or whatever. He know. God know that. God helped me, deliver me from that. I didn't care. We was in the sports center in that window and I praised God. I leaped, I shouted, I broke that spirit. Another thing came up. I didn't like nobody. Okay, let's say that first. I didn't like nobody. But people of the other color, I showed it like. God had me come to a meeting in Knoxville, Tennessee one year. <laughs> None but white brother. These folks was sweet as honey. Beautiful people. And God just, it, saints of God, that's why this altar, I'm telling you, we better take advantage of this altar. Amen. Amen. I had to go to the altar. I had to, have, I had to ask God, Lord, take this. Help me with this, God. These people, I want to maintain fellowship with you. And if I held on to certain things, it would have broke my fellowship with God. Because no, you can't be prejudiced or whatever races and be having fellowship with God. 
whites and blacks fellowshipping alike, singing alike, riding together, talking together, eating together, singing together. I'm telling you, one year I just got so happy, I just got up and started swinging folks, just hugging them. <laughs> I couldn't believe white and black fellowshipping like this. When you don't have fellowship with the Father, you can't fellowship with blacks. No, you can't. When you don't got fellowship with black, with, with God. When you ain't got fellowship with God, you can't fellowship with white. Come on now. Amen. 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 I'm going to tell you something. God did what laws can't do. They passed laws to open up universities and colleges for blacks and all of that stuff and avenues been opened up for blacks. Laws did that, but you know, it didn't change people's heart though. When you, have fellowship, when you have fellowship with the Father, you don't need to write no law. You don't need legislation That's right. to have white and blacks to come together. You don't need, all you need is fellowship with the Father. That's right. Amen. Close out. I am coming in my Father's name. You receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him you will receive. Come on. How can you believe which receive honor one another and seek not the honor that coming from God only? How can you only? receive honor which come from one another and seek not the honor that coming from God? Do come not on, think read. that I will act or accuse you. Do not think that I will accuse you to the, to the Father. Father. There is, there is one, one accusing you, even Moses, Moses whom you trust. trust. For ye have believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. But if the you Holy believe Ghost not his writing, how should you believe my words? Or excuse all of us. At the judgment. It does it now. People just don't obey it. Amen. Jesus said, I come in my father's name. The things that I hear, what I hear, I obey. Amen. Jesus had to obey God. Yes, come on. Come on. Them Jews and Gentiles. When Peter, what was it? Paul came in there and Peter was sitting with them Jews. With the Gentiles rather. Paul came in, Peter disassembled himself. I don't want to be seen with them Gentiles. Paul had to withstood them to the face. Brother, you both have fellowship with the Father. Why are you dissimulating yourself? Why are you separating yourself from the Gentiles? You both have fellowship with the Father. It's like a child being separated at birth from his mother. That child being separated from his mother at birth, I believe there's something within that child and that mother that's a connection. That they may be apart from one another for years. And when they finally come together again, there's a certain bond. There's a certain connection that's there. Because it's a part of you. I'll be the same application applied.